Matt Bergman, and you are watching or listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 192. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dassing. What's going on? My main man, Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And we've got Brian Dotson here. Hola. Yeah. So, yeah, th thanks for coming. Um, okay, so first off, I want to just tell people we have uh, the Patreon now. And we have uh, the After Hours program, and if you pay a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our After Hours program, which we record right after this one. And we release for download uh, right after we're done recording, so it usually goes up around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on Sunday nights. Mm -hmm. So, um, also, um, I, I guess uh, right now, the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the whole uh, Kevin Hart thing. So, what's the deal? Kevin Hart was supposed to host, like, what was it, the Oscars or the Grammys? Like, which one? Oscars. Oscars. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't follow that shit. But, uh, you know, I saw he was supposed to host, and then uh, somebody dug up. Uh, okay, so what was it? A, a skit, a skit, uh, like a comedy routine no. he did from like years and I years ago. Was, like how was, many years ago was it? It was tweets from uh, 2010 or something, or 2014, I think it was. 2010 to 2011, I believe. Yeah, 2010. They dug it up, and they they apparently he was saying some type of homophobic slurs or something like that. So pressure mounted, and I guess they asked him to withdraw from. Being in, uh, cause, uh, from you know, hosting it. Did they ask him to withdraw? Because I mean, from what I heard, he was just like, ah, fuck it, yeah, I'm just not gonna do it. Like it just sounded like he like declined it. Really, it sounded like it sounded like it sounded to me like after the controversy came up, he was like, ah, fuck it, you know. He doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool. It was kind of classy of him. You know, I'm not like uh, a big Kevin Hart fan or like, I mean, I'm just kind of like indifferent on Kevin Hart. You know, I, I think he's he's kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> That's my opinion of Kevin Hart, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have anything against him. Uh, and I'm not his biggest fan. Um, I love how he handled this. He was like, okay, fine. I just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, who gives a shit, you know. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. This guy's like selling out like fucking Madison Square Garden. On a regular basis, like, what does he care about the fucking stupid Grammys, you know, no, still, no, or yeah. Oscars, whatever? You still well, care what people think in your public perception, you know. Yeah. You want to make sure you keep selling out. I, I just, well, thought he, sure. I just thought he handled it the right way. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know. Well, I'm sure he's not like, oh man, that's a big knock on me. Is like I can't do the, I can't do the Oscars no more. He stated he already apologized more than once for these old tweets, and he and said they, he wasn't gonna apologize again. They just gotta mm. re look those up. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, is there like yeah. no, is there no, um, what is it called, um, uh, statute of, not statute of limitations, but like, is there no time period in which we're like, all right, you know, you said that 20 years ago, you've apologized a bunch of times. Jared, we That's go enough. back. And are, we are <laughs> erase, like, how long ago was Christopher Columbus? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's literally no statute of limitations. And he was fucking you know Spanish, mean? man. He I wasn't mean, even English, and we're still getting blamed. <laughs> right? For that. You know, people are gonna be looking at the pharaohs, going, you know, well, that was pretty racist, dude. I do, man. Look did what they did about, to my people. Did you hear about the Heisman Trophy winner? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A 14 year old self of the Heisman current Heisman Trophy winner uh, made a homophobic slur towards some, someone or something. 14-year-old kid, and now he's getting shit for it as a college student. Like, on Twitter he did this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was a single time. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with um, the internet era. It's like everything you do is permanently logged and recorded. And right. stays with you forever. So, you just got to watch what you say. Kyle, you probably got, like, a lot of dick pics on Facebook Messenger, right? Um, No. Not a lot. <laughs> Not <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Just a few. Oh, man. But, yeah, and then um, I, I saw something else. It, now, this is kind of like the gravy of it all. So, apparently, uh, Nick Cannon did a little research for himself, and he found tweets where, like, Chelsea Handler, um, who else? Amy uh, Poehler. Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer, Amy I mean. Schumer. Schumer. Amy Schumer. And, uh, and Sarah Silverstein. Sarah Silverman. Silverman. Silverstein. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking, dude, Sub that's anti-Semitic. Some Jew name. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Jared's Jewish. He's our Jew card. So that, that you can't hold any of that against us. Just putting that out there now. Hold it against me. I don't care. 
So um, at any rate, um, he found he found like uh, times where you know all these ladies said something homophobic on Twitter, and but when I say said something homophobic, they used the word fag somewhere in their their Twitter post. So that's that's what they're guilty of. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think the funny thing about this is um, you know all these women are. Uh, all these, and not to, not to point out their gender or whatever. Fuck this. I'm 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 just that they're they are women, you know. But uh, anyways, all these all these women are are championship social justice warriors, you know. So they're going to be the number one person to complain upper about echelon. this shit. Yeah, upper echelon SJW. <laughs> yeah. Upper echelon SJW. That that could be the podcast title, dude. It could be. Um, you're yeah. gonna have to probably look up. You're probably gonna have to Google how to spell echelon. I know right? how to spell echelon. You do really? Let, let's hear it. E E E C H E L O N. Somebody check it. Fucking fact check me. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so upper echelon SJW. That'll be the title. <laughs> so, yeah, let me write that down. But uh, you know, th- that was the funny part about this. And so I posted this this article in the PRL chat, and uh, you know, one of my friends commented something about like, oh, he picked out the, the white people. And then it's kind of like, well, when you when you think about it, he just picked out. He it's funny because he picked out like three of the most notable SJWs who were just always whining about SJWism, and they just so happen to be white, <laughs> like white females. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, they're just three of the most vocal that that I can think of. You know, off, yeah, off, off, off the tippy top. Now, has anyone has anyone watched? I, I bump, think, has anyone watched Bumping Mics yet? I have. Did you see the first episode? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's fucking awesome, but like the part where Amy Schumer's on there, she has to throw in something about like middle-aged middle-aged men or something like that. Like she cracks, yeah. you know, it's just some kind of like Yeah, yeah, her portion was weak as as, you know, part for the for her course. Right, right. But uh yeah, that uh, the rest of that uh show is great. So check yeah. it out. It's David Tell and uh and uh Jeff Ross. David Tell's hilarious. Oh yeah, he's like one of my top stand-ups saw him in dc um last winter went oh, down oh yeah he's that's like right, performing that's right. in a basement somewhere oh dude not a, not a basement but a, a basement comedy club you wasn't know? even like the dc like improv? the cellar or something like that i think it was dc improv i was like that's like a cellar yeah yeah shit pretty yeah, sure that's, that's awesome. what it was yeah and we got you know got pictures with them and stuff so nice cool. apparently so like i i actually downloaded a bunch of the old insomniac episodes oh really? today and apparently he did one in baltimore I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember. That. I remember that. Where, he, where did? Do you remember? Where he, I haven't watched it. Where does it go? He was in. I think it's in Canton. Oh uh, really? He, yeah. Oh lame. God, that was like 2002, <laughs> 2003. I yeah. remember when he came here because yeah. my uh, my brother. I wasn't old enough to go out, but my my brothers and stuff were like, they went out and a bunch of their friends and stuff. I think saw him out there. Really? I want to say oh, yeah. Man. Fuck yeah. That'd Anyways, awesome. back to the. Uh, the Kevin Hart shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the show again? Oh, bumping oh, the, the mics. Oscars or what? bumping mics. Bumping mics. Bumping mics. Bumping okay. mics. Bumping like uh, mics. like the adjective. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought we were back to. I'm Kevin sorry. The Hart. verb. The verb, not the back adjective. Back to Kevin Hart. I thought, Fuck. Kyle, stop. Okay, first Jared takes us off topic, dude, and then, then Jared takes us back, and then Kyle takes us back to where Jared took us to. It's like. Everyone's derailing your topic. Yeah, dude. So uh, I feel bad. And then you know, from there, you know, so we're at uh, Kevin Hart declined the offer, and uh, apparently mm. now, you know, since Kevin Hart didn't work out, they're looking at uh, fucking Eddie Murphy. Eddie oh, Murphy. Yeah. yeah, which is like, dude, what? what? Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I have like a huge opinion on, and I've I've just always loved him for the most part. He's and, fucking. I mean, yeah. for, for he's me, a pioneer, well, dude. Yeah, for me, it's all about like uh, Forty Eight Hours and uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, his stand. I mean, that's the shit that, that that's coming to only, America, like, coming to America. But what, what was his? What was his? Believe long, it or not, I don't think I've ever seen that. All what the way was his through. notable so stand-up uh, special? Not not big and blacker. Or, that's Chris Rock. That's Chris yeah, Rock. Rock. Um, shit. But Eddie Murphy I, has yeah. one. He's like wearing these fucking like leopard print pants and shit. <laughs> like he's just fucking wild, dude. And it was just was like no one had ever seen this shit before, and it was like incredible. Yeah, I guarantee you, he has some politically incorrect material in his past. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. hundred like percent yes. guaranteed. Well, I mean, you know, of course, he was a he was a comedian back in you know was that like I guess he started back out when the, everybody wasn't pussy. He started out in the eighties, exactly. It was a different time, so I guarantee you, he said uh, shit that was like, you know, so much more racy than uh, anything Kevin Hart said, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> so he's like their fallback guy, but uh, at the same time. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, it, 
maybe Eddie Murphy's been around like long enough to where he's like grandfathered in or something. I don't know. Oh wait, so you're saying he's taking over the spot now? Um, he's from, the, from yeah. what I heard, he's the guy that they're looking at now. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently well, you're you're in if you haven't made a gay joke past the year 2000. You're you're in. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I guess that's the, the, the line of demarcation is the millennia. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's the Y2K, dude. Literally <laughs> shaking. Y2K. <laughs> it's like Clint Eastwood is still allowed to make movies because all of his N words took place before like 1980. Probably. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a preview for the Mule. I look pretty good. It looks kind of good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'll see it. I mean, it's kind of anti-drug in yeah, a way, but... Yeah, I'll probably see it when it comes on FX in like two years. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go see it in theaters. No. <laughs> you know, I just think it's weird how Eddie Murphy is... Somehow, he, his name just got... I haven't seen him do anything lately at all, and his name's like on the top of the list. I, I used to love the Charlie Murphy stories that... Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, that uh, on a Chappelle show. Yeah, Chappelle, Chappelle used show. to tell. No, he, Chappelle wouldn't show him. Uh, Charlie would would tell him. Right, right. But it was and, on Chappelle. But they show. were the craziest stories, you know. Oh man, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Was Eddie Murphy in one of those stories? Was it the, the wasn't the Prince. Yeah, Eddie yeah, Murphy was line. in the stories too. But the Prince ba- playing basketball against Prince with them wearing yeah. the same clothes they were wearing in the club. <laughs> that was a Charlie Murphy story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and that's, I used that's to have like, them all memorized. Yeah. Like those, those stories were classic. Yeah, those are great. They should get Charlie Murphy to host. That'd be great. Absol- no, he's, he's dead. dead. Oh, that's so. right. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. We just said R.I.P. for no reason. They should still. They should still. I didn't hear you say R.I.P. Anyways, they get uh, Chappelle. Maybe they can get him to do it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That like, would be funny. I don't know. Except just for- just other like more offensive black guys than Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart's probably like the least offensive black comedian of all time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Seriously, dude. Like, listen to every other black comedian. Like, they're all super offensive. If not, Sinbad, like, no, nah, Sinbad takes the cake for that. Maybe not Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> what as in like, like non-offensive? Yeah. I, yeah. Even yeah. Um, I love you know, Sinbad. Steve Harvey. I, I listen to like Sirius XM, like the the comedy stations, and they had Steve Harvey on the other day, and I'm like, this is pretty raunchy. This is weird. because oh. I'm used to the Steve Harvey hosting Family Feud, oh, who that, keeps it. Oh, but dude, so did you ever watch the Steve Harvey show? No. Oh, dude. I mean, it wasn't like it was cable network TV, so it wasn't super racy. Yeah, it was but like I think it was, it was like a WB. little edgy. It was on the WB. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I it was kind of a pretty awesome show. I yeah. thought. Like, I thought. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, he's kind of a dickhead, but his, his shit's kind of funny. Yeah, but he's a funny dickhead. So. Funny dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, okay, so number two. Okay, we're we're gonna flog a dead bush here, <laughs> oh, and, which is what's been going on like all week, dude. Because it's like, how long has this funeral been? We're gonna <laughs> melt it too. Uh, apparently, he's riding the train around the country, taking it toward his old corpse. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's, when, it's when does so he actually overdone. get buried? Has he actually been buried? Who knows? I think he's lying in his uh, library right now. Well, just like his God. dead books that no one's gonna read. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, some of it. It's quite the ceremony, I would say, the the Bush funeral. And then uh, I guess everybody's been analyzing every little motion that Trump did at the funeral. And it was. <laughs> but did, wait, did you guys see that? that it's like you know, George It's Bush. like they're trying to just make me like Trump. He he gave him candy. <laughs> like, yeah, he gave her candy. He gave Michelle candy. This is just one of those things where it's like, oh, Trump seems like he doesn't give a shit at the funeral. It's like, okay, that's like the coolest thing that I've heard about a president in a long time. Cool. It's, just, it's overdone. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, he doesn't read a prayer. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. God. Oh man. That's, that's so this, stupid. This uh, is the dumbest shit ever. It, well, did you ever do, see the 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 gif of Hillary? Has she had the prayer in her hands? She looks up in the air like all crazy eyed. Then back down, it's like, that lady's not reading it either, but, you know, it was pretty fantastic. I'm pretty sure I like any gif of Hillary Clinton, because it (laughs) just makes her look crazy. It's interesting, you see the uh, bipartisan glorification of of a dead... Of statism, Yeah, right. Well, when they're competing for office and when they're alive... Um. Yeah, they don't don't like each other. But once the guy's dead, he gets lionized. And I heard, um, you know, both sides have really been kissing George Bush's ass for a good week. So it's, it goes back to what George Carlin said. He's like, "It's a big club, and you ain't in it." 
And that's how I feel when I see all of them just all these leftists going out of the way, bending over backwards to like suck his dead dick. And like he was oh, you, wow. you probably <laughs> well, if I could, <laughs> no, nah, I'll stick with that. No, I'll stick with that. Suck his the dead. The listeners dick. are vomiting right now. <laughs> well, whatever. This anyway. just moved away from PG thirteen. Yeah, we went right to. I R. love the people that <laughs> I love the people that when you you know when you post something like shitting on George Bush right after he dies. And I mean, we've talked about how, like, I guess it's like bad manners or whatever. But yeah, me, you, th- you shit, think it's bad manners? No, no, I, I shit it on like less than twelve hours later. Right, and then people are like, oh, I you're learned. just posting that. You know, you're just trying to be edgy to get clicks. <laughs> and you know, number one, yeah, yes, we are. But also, <laughs> but also, like, what a better time to talk about somebody when they've when they're in the news? Like, if yeah. I'm talking about George Bush, like. A year ago, like, no one's really listening to me. They're like, yeah, okay, yeah, that was, like, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, but now that he's dead and everyone's talking about him, now it's time to be like, yeah, fuck George Bush. Like, Yeah, you talk about his legacy. <laughs> you yeah. talk about what he did when he was president and what happened when he was president. You know. Exactly. It's a good time to talk about it. And- right. Yeah, it's in the news cycle. Apparently, Instagram didn't feel that way because they took down the picture. <laughs> they took down the picture I posted. It was of all the all the presidents sitting there in the front row at the funeral, and underneath was the scene from The Patriot where, <laughs> where uh, I forget his name, but the guy, the red coat, was he was like burn the church, <laughs> and so apparently that was went against their community standards. Whatever. Facebook didn't even take that down, Whoa. but yeah, Instagram did. It's fucking stupid. Same but. company though. I know. That's what I think. It's mm. like how? How would? How is it acceptable? Somebody for reported it, probably. Yeah, someone probably some little bitch. You got a bunch of bitches <laughs> on that Instagram account. I get. Yeah. St- <laughs> Somebody got really pissed off about like a a Bush meme that was posted. Really? Yeah. I that's where it. I. That's what I'm like referencing. The guy was like, "Oh, you're just posting this to get clicks," and I was really? like, "Really? I did not." I was see like, that. "What if I took a picture of me taking a dump on his grave? Would that get more clicks?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, so was it on the picture? The meme <laughs> yeah. that got. Oh, so that's why that guy was a little bitch and probably just reported this. <laughs> could be, oh, it might have been that one. Yeah, I don't remember which Fucker. one it was. It could have been that one though. Don't report memes. <laughs> yeah, don't report memes. What yeah. am I gonna do on a Sunday now? If it's not reporting memes, <laughs> uh, not report memes. <laughs> yeah, you could know, just not report memes. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Not be a little bitch. Uh, if you could not report memes. Anyways, um, all right. Anything else on that topic? Well, you know, it's like Ron Paul said: uh, once, once a CIA man, always a CIA man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that guy was a big piece of shit for for being the head of the CIA for so long. Right. He he definitely had his hands dirty. You know, um, something else this week. This I guess this is going to cut in at number three. I'm not sure if this was on the outline because I usually don't pay attention to while we're making the outline. But sorry, Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you're the man for doing the outline, though, dude. You took some real initiative, and nope. I'm just gonna cut in here with this. Now, um, did you see earlier this week? Uh, Rand Paul did like an interview on like uh, like C-SPAN or something, or like on some. So I saw a YouTube clip where um, he was ragging on the deep state. No, I didn't see the clip. But yeah, so apparently right now they're having like hearings or something. And only certain members of Congress are allowed to hear about like uh, going to war, mm-hmm. and he, he's pretty pissed off. And then some of this stuff actually leaked too, so that that's the only reason why he knows about it. Yeah, I don't really. Separate. Nobody else caught that. Yeah, no, I saw the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rand Paul. Yeah, <laughs> talking about that deep I know state. Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't really separate the state into the the deep state and the shallow state. I just am like. <laughs> It, it's all state. it's all just the state. I mean, some of these people certainly are more connected and are you know they're insiders, and some of them are well, outsiders. And I think there's it's different... very clicky. I'm sure it's very clicky, like just like any large organization. It's there's a ton of politics involved with it. So yeah, maybe somebody like Rand Paul is not included in uh, certain hearings that he wants to be included in, or, or what have you. you know? I think his complaint was more so that Congress itself wasn't being included. Yeah, it's probably it wasn't, it wasn't true. just him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the executive uh, branch has, but, you know, really um, grown in, in power over right. the last hundred years, and you know, they the whole thing revolves around them now. But to your point, um, well, you know, the way that people refer to <laughs> some Bless excuse you. you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you scared <laughs> <of> me. <laughs> ah, the, the way that um, the way that Jesus, dude. <laughs> 
the way that people refer <laughs> to the deep state. Um, you know, there's certainly people, you know, like the big like QAnon and like Trump, Trump, Trump rider types. Well, but I mean, they'll, they'll I talk the, about the, the like deep this... state is pretty easy to uh, define. I think it's like these uh, the government meetings that like go on behind closed doors. You know, like Rand Paul is speaking about meetings that you know him right. him as as a senator. You know, there's like what 100 senators. You mm. know, two from each state, mm-hmm. and uh, you know this is like the Don't. I guess like the higher branch of, of Congress or whatever, and. Him as a senator from Kentucky, he's not important enough to know about this. I mean, isn't Congress supposed to uh, right. first declare war? That's the deep state that I think you know does exist. Yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it <clears throat> totally exists. It's not like it's some sort of crazy thing. And this is an instant of it where you know, it, it's Congress is not allowed to. You know, they're supposed to be the people who declare war, and they're not even allowed to hear all the information. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, ridiculous, and he's bringing attention to it, and. Yeah, Congress. That those. That's almost at the top. You know, those guys are extremely high up there. So, what what war would it be for? What uh, what war are they talking about? That all that Khashoggi shit. Oh, oh like Saudi okay. Arabia. Okay. Yeah. So like they, you know, they haven't like given Congress any evidence of what's happened. It's just all like FBI, CIA shit. Like, oh yeah, we definitely know that. Like, you know, the Saudi Arabia was plotting to kill this guy or whatever. Yeah, so it's whatever safe. they're claiming. So it's like that may or may not be true, but like the fact that they're excluding Congress from these discussions that could ultimately lead to a, some sort of conflict with Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, that's it's very, very scary. Yeah, what if Congress didn't declare war or something, and we went to war without that? I mean, that would. <laughs> that would just be nuts. That'd be so weird. Yeah. yeah well, no, I mean that's the executive. On, that's the executive branch, right? <laughs> yeah. Those those agencies are part of the executive branch, and they're excluding Congress. So nine right. eleven all over again, right? Yeah, you, dude. You also seven eleven, bro. Yeah. Get them churros, some taquitos, man. Those taquitos. <laughs> Declare war on seven eleven. <laughs> But no, it's a serious topic, man. There's a group, I mean, to me, it's as clear as day that there's this group of unelected people that just, they meet in the dark, they, they, they're, they're being paid by certain different types of people. It's called the Federal Reserve. I mean, I mean <laughs> the board of the wrong. Federal Reserve. I mean, just, I feel like they're always <clears throat> jockeying for power or for influence. They want their thing pushed forward. And sometimes, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just so strange to me that like Trump could sit there and talk about draining the swamp and all this other shit and then he comes to office and he picks the entire swamp to be in his cabinet like it's just to me it's just i don't know man I, it's gonna sound conspiratorial whatever tin oil hat like but i feel like once you get in there like look i have all of your tweets i have all of your private messages i have all these pictures you're gonna push forward and you're gonna back off on this and that's just the way it's gonna be if you don't want that shit going out thank goodness I don't know. That, to me, that's that's a plausible scenario, and and it's it's not unlikely. I mean, do you would you guys say that's unlikely for something like that to happen in the the tops of government of blackmailing? What exactly? Of it blackmailing? I mean, kind of like a hey, look, you know, you you sent out a lot of funny things before. We know some of your skeletons in your closet. If you don't want them coming out, can I suggest you back off of us and ease up on? But then you've your also rhetoric. got them. So there's so what you're saying is like there's like this. This isn't. There, there, I'm saying any president, not just Trump. Well, just yeah, any, sure, any president or but, any elected but, official who's trying to make. But change. then there's then the, then why is there some things like this whole like the fucking Stormy Daniels shit that they're not you know they're not keeping that hidden, they're not holding that over as blackmail. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna actually process, try and like fuck with you for this. Like what? Where's is there like a you know certain agencies might have certain people that are in and who are out they pick their battles and say this this isn't worth going after this is, I don't know I, I don't know I like, this is just completely hypothetical situation but the thing is 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 this more likely than not to happen well I in I, your guys opinion I, would you think like scenarios like this like a blackmail and backdoor deals and compromising I mean don't don't you think stuff like that is more likely than not likely would you would you agree with that statement. I mean, I don't, I don't think politics is as pure as fallen snow. You exactly. Know what I mean, like, that, that's, I'm that's sure, all, I'm sure everything you think is probably going on. You know, all the worst. That's Kyle, what I assume. Kyle, would you say that politics is soiled? Uh, yeah, it's dirt. It's a dirty game. You ever heard that expression? Never. Yeah. No, dude. What is that? <laughs> politics is. I've a, never heard those dirty, two words so together. It's hard to. 
It's uh, hard, hard to be keep it walk a straight and narrow line, I guess, when you're involved in that kind of. You're blowing my mind over here. I always thought yeah, they were like really good guys. Yeah, just no. your mind. Very, you're, very. You're filleting my mind. <laughs> Does he need a permit for very that? Moral. I mean, if, if you try it. to keep your keep a, keep a clean conscience, you know, you're ba- you're going to be an outsider. Like I, I, I think. What's a conscience? Yeah. <laughs> Con right. science. So, so what's like number three? Well, I mean, the numbering got a little messed up because yeah. we had to, I had to uh, get n- Kevin yeah, Hart. I'm up sorry, there, number but, two, uh, I meant. I'm it's sorry. Uh, James Fields was um, convicted of first degree murder of Heather Heyer. Um, James Fields was the alt right protester oh, yeah. in Charlottesville who rammed his car into a crowd and um, yeah, he was doing his driving test right that day. <laughs> I yeah I don't <laughs> oh, okay. and never um, mind. He yeah he ran into a, a crowd and uh, bodies went flying everywhere and Heather Heyer was killed and so he was the, the big thing with first degree is it's uh, premeditated you have to you're thinking ahead of time you know what you're going to do it's not um, in a state of rage or anything like that I mean it's a calculated thing so um, you know my, I posted just the the story itself in my group mm-hmm. and I got like 500 comments. I so, know. <laughs> The all right arguing with the uh, with the left and with everybody else. So, you know, it, it's amazing how people can look at a, a situation like that and have all kinds of different interpretations. I spent about an hour trying to figure out. I wanted to make sure, just verify Heather Heyer was in the crowd. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look up Heather Heyer and see what she looks like. Yeah, I saw and the picture that people found were posted. Like, yeah, originally there was a woman that was literally on the hood of his car that they said was Heather, but she had a green shirt, and that wasn't her. I saw another thing that showed this woman with a white shirt, and that ended up not being her. Yeah, I think, so. she, I think she got caught under the car. I don't know. Um, you know. Her, her boyfriend was right next to the car, or a friend, I should say. I was going to say, don't assume genders here. Right All next right. to the car there. <laughs> That could be. I I don't know, um, you know, but, like, they have images. However much research, you you know, you think, like, you've done or there's people that have literally gone through this thing with a fine-tooth comb, you know, trying to find her in all these different little clips. Here she is here. Here she is there. Her her hair's in a ponytail. Her hair is down, you know. I mean, it's so ridiculous, the the theory that that the prosecutor or the defense was saying. Like, oh, he was scared for his life. Well, if you watch the clip, uh, as soon as he hits the car, a gang of guys in black does run up behind him in helmets and with baseball bats and starts beating on his car. Yeah, well, naturally. So it did look like he was being chased or maybe they were just there and they saw him plow and they decided to attack at that point. But, you know, if he's going to say, well, there was a violent street. I mean, if I was his lawyer, I'd be saying, look, these guys were chasing me. Right, and you can see that they caught me here, and they're trying to hit my car. I was I was fleeing from them. Yeah. That's what I would have said. Yeah, it, it's, you know? it's called just putting your car in reverse and just going the other way. Well, I he mean, did that after he rammed into him. But so yeah. my thing was, if he was, you know, I try to be objective, which I, I know is no one does anymore. But not two ton. Um, he's, a, he's a two ton death machine, man. Yeah. So if he's fleeing, why did he ram into a car? Like he hits another car and a crowd. If you're fleeing, you're looking for a, like an open street you know not running into a parked car because you're that's going to put a stop to your flight did he and, see the car i mean is it possible he didn't see the car i just saw a crowd of people i don't think like, oh, so i mean I from the, the memes i guess he had posted on his instagram in the past that he made a joke about running over protesters that was used as evidence against him mm. and and i learned from the shaver case uh the guy that got shot in the hallway you know like these the, these attorneys they go through like literally frame by frame they zoom in they have technology that can do even more than what you can see on the internet like they really comb through these incidents um and and it's like it's you know it's a very detailed analysis in the actual trial so i think people are like oh this is he just got railroaded it's kangaroo court or whatever but you know, I can guarantee you his defense team tried all the all the different angles, and mm-hmm. it was like, all right. So You're, I mean, it's like it's simple. You're a white supremacist who ran into a crowd full of SJWs, and one of them died. Yeah, I mean, it boils down to that. You're you're guilty in 2018. Nine, uh, 20, uh, 2008 to 1998. That's probably well, the scenario. You'd if, be guilty if it was an innocent accident, like 
wouldn't you just get out of the car and be like, hey, my fault, is everyone okay? Uh, not really. Not, no. I, don't, I wouldn't say he would do that because he'd get beaten to death no, immediately. I, I, yeah. I think that's what you would do if you were innocent, though. They, you, you, would, you would ask for help. You, you would you would make sure medical attention got there. Why was he driving in the middle of the, <laughs> of the protest? Anyways, it fucking I, exactly. I well, I think, I mean, they were Antifa, and he was trying to ram them, I think. Well, that's what. Yeah, I okay. mean, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And then they had recordings of him talking to his mother in jail, and he was describing them as the enemy. These are our enemies. You know, they're communists. They're enemies. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I dirty yeah. stinking it's, commies. Can you say uh, dirty stinking commies? It, yeah, it's it's really hard for me to imagine that the whole thing was an accident. You know, he was texting on his phone. Maybe he was checking his fantasy football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he literally ran. You, to some degree, you're responsible. I mean, you are responsible for your, your car. Your dri- you're the driver. And even if Heather hadn't died, I mean, you could be charged with attempted murder 20 times because you just... It was like a bowling pin ball yeah. hitting a bunch of pins. Bodies are flying yeah, everywhere. I know. The video and, was crazy. And, and they try to say, oh, well, she died of a heart attack yeah. because she was morbidly <laughs> obese, which I'm sure they had an <laughs> autopsy of her. And, Kyle, and, now you're fat, Jamie. Well, right. She was really fat. Right? She, she was a big girl, but that, the, the that's pictures, not the The media point. posts of her were just her zoomed in on her face. And then I saw like a picture of her standing. I'm like, oh, crap. She's like fatter than me. So I guess that was the alt rights. Uh, they're used to like, no, she had a heart attack. I mean, yeah, because a dude ran her over. So yeah, she had a heart attack. You're still responsible for death at that point, you know, if that was the case. But like you were saying, well, they like, said, yeah, the trauma, the chest trauma from the impact, I guess, is what killed I, her. I, I just, I don't know. It's really hard to get off on that one. I mean, the girl's getting wheeled away in a stretcher. Like it's what a co- what a coincidence. She had a heart attack at the exact moment you ran into. You know, a crowd of people right next to her. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't see how those two events are even related. That's... Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's, uh, Getting run over is definitely the cause of death. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> like, it was just... Stre- and you see, like, all these people coming out with, like, oh, these fascists are, like, posting their videos, like... She had it coming because she was overweight, and this is crazy. She was railroaded. Didn't you see the... What the judge... The judge's comments before the trial? I'm like... He ran a fucking car through a bunch of people. Like, all right, like, how could you defend that without, like, with, like, a straight face being like, oh, yeah, no, he didn't do anything wrong. Of course he did something wrong. He yeah, murdered crazy. I saw, I, he I saw something in the, to, I saw something, did. a headline, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline on the post that mentioned Christopher Cantwell. And oh, how yeah. he was, like, Weeping calling... Nazi or crying yeah, Nazi. Yeah, crying Nazi. I just, I love, <laughs> I love how they just refer to him as the crying Nazi now. Yeah, he did it's the fantastic. one video where he was crying. Oh, so, shit. What? Speaking of that, um, that guy's nuttier than squirrel territory. This one, yeah. uh, this one is one of Adam Bates's minions. Uh, you're familiar with Kyle, right? Adam Bates. Yeah, he's but he's a left wing. I know yeah. Norman Bates. Who's he's Adam left, Bates? He's a left libertarian. I yeah, would, I would describe he's him. He's a Sarwark uh, lapdog. I would describe him, and um, he posted or something. This one Muslim woman. She's got a she's a blue check mark Twitter. And she's a Muslim, and she posted something to Tom Woods this morning, and she said, uh, "I see you, del- uh, you blocked my good friend Adam Bates, you know." And then she started like going on talking about your quote libertarian uh, podcast, and she said something about would you you're gonna have Cantwell back on again, and she linked to the episode where uh, Tom Woods had Chris Cantwell on, like trying to call him a Nazi, I guess. Tom Woods a Nazi. Yeah, when, when did he have him on? This was like way before. Oh, yeah, it was like episode like 179 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was, it was up when, to like 4,000. It was or just back when he was like a douchey, hidden, like in the closet racist, I guess, at the time. I don't know. I don't, I never liked Cantwell, so. Well, it's a long list of guys that have gone from libertarianism to the alt right. I would say it's a long list. I'd say it's a little bit of a list. Well, I mean, okay, right. so I would say, like, I, like saw, Ron Chris, Paul. I saw Chris Cantwell speak at Porkfest in, uh, I think it was 2013. And uh, at that time, like, I heard him speak, and, like, he was, like, saying some, like, uh, hardcore shit, and none of it was, like, uh, racist or bigoted. Stop dog whistling. No, just some, like, hardcore, like, anti-state shit. And, uh, you know, just, like, you know, calling out all the killing and all the violence and shit. And, I mean, I remember uh, listening to that in person, and I was actually getting choked up. It was just, like, yeah. And hard, too. No, I mean he 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 did good. He spoke at a pork fest. He did this thing called Soapbox Idol Idols, and uh, and he, I remember one of the jokes he said. It was like uh, like I trust the United States government. Like I trust uh, what is it? Um, 
fucking like speech lessons from Julie Borowski or <laughs> something or something. But uh, yeah. no, he, he just he just made like a bunch of uh, he made a bunch of jokes. But then uh, he also he said some like fucking like hardcore shit at, at the time. And uh, but yeah. not hardcore racist, just no, hardcore yeah. anarchist, I, I, libertarian. Exactly. And then now Chris Cantwell, he's kind of like uh, one of those like uh, he's kind of like a comedian, you know. And he kind of like uh, he's just always pushing the envelope. It's like he's, a, he's some sort of shock jock. You know, he went from a comedian to just a joke. And it, like, womp, well, womp. well, it just womp. seems like uh, I tried. It, <laughs> you know, because like I followed Cantwell from uh, like before that and after that. And it just seemed like he just kept pushing it more and more and more. And before you know it, he's like a fucking Nazi. Yeah. It, um, yeah. It, it was a transformation. But and I remember when he was on the Woods, the Tom Woods show, and uh, yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't the same dude. You know, it's like, I mean, how many uh, shows was Bill Cosby on? Should all those people get in trouble for <laughs> yeah. having Bill Cosby on their sure. show? You had a rapist on you your know, show. I mean, it's I mean Johnny how, Carson. How, how far are you going to take this stuff? You know, I mean, and, and he's still getting shit. Tom Woods is still getting shit for having Stefan Molyneux on, especially after Stefan Molyneux's. Uh, his, you guys see his recent video after he came back from Poland? Well, he's crazy as shit. Yeah. Too. Wait, all, what? What? Wait. He came back from Poland. He was like, there was no black people. Not a lot of crime there either. I could, I could walk and feel safe at night. And wow. he's like, I wonder what's the coincidence here. And like he was just pretty much just, Jesus, he was just like, I'm an empiricist. I'm an empiricist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he kept saying, he's just he's psycho. And I, I, it does bother me. Tom Woods still talks to him, and then I was like, well, that should tell you something about Tom Woods. I'm like, Tom Woods has never once said anything racist. That I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of episodes and dozens of speeches from him, and never once heard one thing racist like Stefan Molyneux has said or Cantwell has said. And I just think it's hilarious. Like the other day, he had like this feminist on, like this like hardcore leftist feminist. Who just doesn't really agree with transgenderism, and so he had her on. I mean, so is she now a Nazi too? I, I, you know, it's like wh where do you where do you draw these lines? Dude, these wait, links? Wait, Dude, wait, okay, hold on. Okay, Stephen okay, Molyneux lives in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. There's no black people in Canada either. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, okay. So, no, okay, who had on like a feminist who's anti-transgender? Uh, that was uh, Tom Woods. It was just like yesterday or two days ago. Oh shit! Do you know her name or not? Oh, like, shit, I, gotta, I forgot. I gotta look this up. Can you send me the link? Wait, to a this? feminist yeah. that's what? She's a feminist, and she's um, she's like not, she's like not third wave feminist. She's like second wave feminist, and uh -huh. so she doesn't really agree with transgenderism because she doesn't like agree with like people who just say that their men can go into women's shelters. And she's like really against that. She's like, no, like these women are just got out of being battered and by men, and you're gonna have someone who just says that their name is yeah. is or just says that they're women, and all of a sudden everyone believes they're women. She's like, doesn't go with that line. But she's like a leftist and a and like a social. I don't want to say she's a socialist, but she's like a like a hardcore leftist. And Tom had her on and talked to her. I'll send you the link. When it, it was just literally, I think it might have been his last Friday episode. I think it was. Yeah, it's just, uh, interesting. So it's, it's, I, I just thought it was lesson. funny, like connecting it back to like back this morning uh, when this girl, oh, I forget her name. She's like pretty famous uh, Muslim lady. And she like, she like sent um, him a tweet. Tom Woods a tweet saying like, when are you going to have Adam Bates on? Or are you just going to have like Cantwell on again or something? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> and Adam too. Mm. And Stephen, can we say fuck Stephen Mullen? Yeah, fucking yeah. too. Stephen, Stephen, it's Stefan. Stefan. Okay. Was it Stefan like the alter ego of Steve Urkel? Remember, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stefan was the shit, man. It wasn't Urkel, slave? it was like Urkel or something. No, like it was I think it was Stefan. Yeah, it yeah, was Stefan Urkel. Uh, Urkel. He changed the last name, too. Dude, he's, he'd slay so much pussy in Chicago in the 90s. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, such a funny bit because like laura hated him yeah and then like he turned into like stefan or kel and then she was like oh my god that show was trash it was so funny though. <laughs> it was. but uh, family matters is awesome dude, dude. Uh, you know what's funny as a kid um i was and it had the I cop was, from from die hard in it yeah, yeah. and so i must have been like five oh, yeah, or dude. seven years old when like when, when it was at its peak and the only thing i could remember from watching the show is, is like why are all the white people stupid or bad in this Oh, Every wow, time dude. they had a white person on, it was stupid or bad. It's that white genocide, and, like, bro. I, I know, I know. I'm like, family matters. <laughs> yeah, no, like every single time, like whenever they would get someone would get robbed or the dumb police officer friends of Carl, they would yeah, always Carl. be white. Dude, did Stefan Molyneux point this out? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm like to the, the truth. The truth about family matters. <laughs> no, well, I mean, an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like, okay. So I, I'm 38. So like, like when this show was on, you know, I think I think 
I think it probably started around 88, 89. I would, yeah. I would guess 89 around there. I think it was around 88, 88 89. Yeah. Now, 89. now I remember watching uh, TGIF, you know, it, every Friday night. I, I would get so psyched about this stuff. And it, this sounds so so gay. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, at any rate, like, I remember it was like, it was like Full House and uh, Hell yeah. you know, Family Matters. Yep. And then there's a slew of other shows, too. There's Step by Step and then Dinosaurs was on there for oh, a I while. I love Dinosaurs. I have the whole season yeah. on DVD. Yeah. So yeah, I used to watch this shit every week, but I, I, I never got any like like white hatred out of Family Matters. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I, I was I never a little got kid. That. I, used to, I I just remember being like, why is always the dumb person white or whoever like would rob somebody or the, whenever like Carl would arrest somebody, he was always white. And I was like, why is there always white people in Chicago? These these white people in Chicago are awful. Like it's like I remember taking away from that as a kid. I never noticed. Yeah, I, I never did noticed I. either, dude. Interesting, huh? It's, it's Kyle and I are go back and watch a few episodes. I'm telling you, <laughs> like the like, one, like the one guy who got uh, his son. I, I in trouble. It, what was the like, son? What was the oldest son's name in that? Uh, um, Eddie was it Eddie or I think it was, I, I think it was Eddie. Yeah. yeah, he got. I think it was. There was an episode I think where like he got it got drugs or something. Marijuana like was on him, and it was one of his white friends was like, "Oh, oh hide no. this for me," and he got in trouble for it or something like that. Like, was it like was it Jim Brewer? Was it played by Jim Brewer? <laughs> Marijuana is bad, guys. <laughs> it was something like that, man. I just and every single time, I just always wonder why is it always the white guy? Wow, that's dude. why I'm a big white supremacist now. Makes family sense. matters. Makes sense. Family matters. <laughs> Makes sense. Just kidding. I'm not a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jared. Oh, uh, yeah, it's me for sure. Um, You've been watching too much stuff on Mullenville. <laughs> Jared's, yeah, Jared's a Jewish white supremacist. It's too much Tom Woods episodes, man. I'm a Jew supremacist. It's race realism, guys. I'm not racist. I'm just a realist. I'm a race realist. That, what is it? What's that? What's that douchebag in the group? Jacob. Jacob. Oh, that guy. Which group? Oh, uh, Fakertarian. Fakertarian's group. Okay, Jacob who? Uh, Johnson or something? What? I'm Jacob something. I don't know. He's just a. We we could spend a whole podcast. <sighs> yeah, on we could. Jacob we really could. And his characters, person, you know, his background. Is he and doing everything. a bit? He, no, he's not. I can't tell. You know, there's just some people in the the, the libertarian movement who are just way out there. And he's way, 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 way out there. Yeah. You know, so. And like he's, yeah, there's some of the shit I was just like, I'm fucking out of this. Like, he, he triggers people like constantly. They can't. Oh, because like he, I think he was a part of the group of people that were like dogpiling on me that when I said, I was like, because someone said, he said voting is violence. And I replied, I was like, oh yeah, it was so violent of me voting for Ron Paul. And they're like, well, that was an act of self-defense and violence. So it's, I guess in my book, it's okay. And the other person was like, you're, you created a violent act, and you... I, I was just like, just I'm like, so I done with this I shit. don't care. I'm not like, oh, you so? guys are fucking stupid. What are you going to do about it? I know. <laughs> I voted. <laughs> Kiss my ass. And I think Kyle, he was Kyle a part you're so that. hardcore, dude. Yeah, I'm very edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little sticker, <laughs> too. What do you think look, about that? Look at, yeah, uh, look Kyle, at Kyle, Kyle, we love you, dude. <laughs> I, got my, I think my sticker's in my wallet, still. You saved your I voted sticker? Well, I just threw it in my wallet, because I'm not wearing that shit. And like, this whole guy was Why like... Why do you just throw it on the ground? Look at, like a regular Baltimorean. What about uh, number no, three? No, you need to post it on Instagram to prove that you voted. That's the proof Sounds that you good, voted. Good, good time for a I just post my ballot. So illegally. <laughs> okay, okay. First, first, I'm gonna divert too, because, like, uh, I don't know. So, like last night, Kyle, I shared this picture to your uh, Facebook page that said like states where uh, oral sex is still illegal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, so it's still illegal in Maryland, dude. And like, so does it mean there's been no blowjobs for the KWAGs? Well, I think I think we talked about this, and I thought it had been uh, superseded or repealed. But may, it, I think maybe yeah, I it think hasn't don't been force it, dude. But well, I, I don't, I don't understand how you could deny, like, you know, the, like the power of the the status scrolls, like <laughs> the like, law break the law. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wasn't aware of the law until the you guys started bringing it up. That was my first episode. And we brought that up. I talked about uh, blowjobs, blow blowjob it, permits. If they're if they're not enforcing it, you're not people aren't getting arrested and prosecuted for it. Um, it, it's almost a dead letter, NBD, bro. you know. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, and I thought that it actually had been formally um, repealed or or something like that. But that was my recollection from when we we debated it the last okay, time. Okay, okay. But if it is in fact illegal, will you not do it? I'm not going to be giving any blowjobs anyway. So no, I mean, um, will you not really receive any blowjobs? Um, um, no. I I mean I. 
Like, like I don't want to talk about my personal life. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, Kyle, dude, I'm just saying, like, like, would you would you break this law? Probably, yeah. Wow, dude. Oh my goodness. So I mean, I I just don't get it though. I mean, like anytime you go over the speed limit, you're breaking the law. Like, like, yeah, I mean, I, I go over the speed limit on a daily basis. I mean, you know? like, 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 like you I, every time you have sex with that hooker, um, I mean, you break the law. Every time you have sex with that every dead Every time hooker, you murder that hobo, you, you break the, the law. Every time you kick the homeless people in the face, I mean, you break the law. I don't, I don't really go out of my way like to break the law, but I mean, if it's something like this where I don't, I don't. Kyle, it's what, not being enforced. It's not. I didn't even know about it. Hey, Kyle, what, what do you think's worse? Like, <laughs> hey, bro- ignorance is not. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, man. Stop telling me about it. Ignorance is not an excuse for breaking the law, man. Whatever you do with your dead, murdered hooker is your business, Kyle, okay? Yeah, thank you. You know it was illegal to murder (laughs) hookers. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, so Kyle, um, you wanted to talk about a South Park episode that you saw this week? Like, you were were telling me that you were, like, done with South Park, or what? No, I'm not done with South Park. I mean, um, (laughs) but a, a lot of people have been talking about this episode because it got very political. Um, and it took, especially a socialist, um, bent. So, um, yeah, there it's about Amazon. Amazon moves into South Park. All of the people of South Park start working at Amazon. And, um, and then there's a workplace accident where the machines go haywire and one of the guys gets put into a Amazon box permanently. Small Amazon box. (laughs) He can still talk. So, uh, he, he becomes the leader of a worker strike. So... They're all striking, but uh, before that, you have to set up the premise. Like everybody's just buying stuff from Amazon constantly, and then they're working in the fact they're working in the Amazon factory so they can go home and afford their purchases. So it has a little bit of a like anti-capitalist kind of bent, like angle to it. And then they bring Jeff Bezos in, and he has he's like got this giant head, like a big <laughs> alien brain, and he's trying to strong arm the mayor to end the workers' strike. And you know the 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 box, the leader this... of the revolution is like you know, or the leader of the strike is trying to say you know the workers need to own the means of production. They they literally take a very direct Marxist. Um, I think this happened in Thailand, didn't it, or one of those South Asian countries? I don't know. I saw a, I saw a girl post and uh, someone like it was a screenshot of a Twitter. Someone posted were like, "Oh my God, thank you so much." She tagged like the um. What's her name? Trey Park and stuff like like on Trey Twitter. Parker. Yeah, Trey Parker and like it was like Matt thank Stone. you for post. Yeah, Matt Stone. Thank you for post or uh, for having Mark's, you know, Mark's quotes in your in the show. I loved it. It was great. And like she was like serious about it. Yeah, but well, they weren't joking. Like they weren't. Just- well, here's the thing. Like my friend was like, "Does this mean that they've gone left? Have, have they gone socialist?" And the thing is, this is actually a continuing episode, so it's like a two-parter, uh-huh. maybe even a three-parter. I don't know. So there was no resolution. They left it open-ended, so we don't know what the moral of the story is going to end up being. But at least so far, it's been pretty anti-capitalist, anti-Amazon. You know, they implied that corporations are really just heartless when a worker gets hurt. That that the work is expendable and and i took exception to that i was like you know like no one wants a workplace accident nobody is happy or or doesn't care that you know a floor worker got crushed by a machine or something that's like a huge deal mm-hmm. you know they they try really hard to make those places as safe as possible there's warning signs everywhere they have safety equipment out the wazoo so like you know to suggest that this that this corporation doesn't care about its employees i didn't think was a very fair position are we, are we conflating anti-consumerist with anti-capitalist though they were quoting marx like straight up well i marx. get that part but that could just I, but like well, like kyle said do. that could be leading to like it's, what you're saying yeah, is it's not over yet we don't know how it's gonna does yeah, yeah does they could be setting any, it up they could be setting it up brilliantly where it's like oh yeah we'll get all these fucking lefties on board and then in the very end we're just gonna shit on them is, i is, just can't hold on let me just, okay, I'm sure, just sure. sorry to keep cutting you off but <laughs> I, I just can't see uh Trey Parker and Matt Stone going from like, I mean, because they're quoted as saying like, "I hate Republicans, but I really fucking hate Democrats." Like, I don't see them going from like that to like, "Oh yeah, we're super lefties now." I thought I had a. It quote, could happen though. I don't know. I thought People I had a quote from one of them saying he was a libertarian. Well, libertarian, yeah. Like explicitly yeah. saying we're libertarians. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what that's the thing. I like that's what I've known. But if they were gonna go anywhere, I wouldn't see them going. To the le- all the way to the left, like that far left. You know what I mean? Does anyways? What were you saying? Does uh, Tegarty Farm still exist, or did they shut down the farm to go what work at Amazon? 
Uh, the farm still exists. Um, Sweet. So Stan and well Randy, Randy and Sharon, I guess, run a what is it, a hemp farm or something? Yeah, it's it's. I think it's just a pot farm. Okay, pot farm. <laughs> I, I missed all those episodes where that happened, but I kind of, you know, was able to pick put the pieces together from where they were. And Stan's wearing a. God, well, you're shirt. An, you're an intelligent bro, dude. Surely you could figure out this cartoon. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I say I don't. I haven't watched South Park in years. Um, I I, I don't. I just know like. Lines of Liberty, they do like a uh, South Park review episode here yeah. and there, and they just said that they've gone lefty, like they've gone leftist. Well, I went out of my way to watch it just because people were telling me about it, and they're like, you know, all excited that South Park's gone socialist, basically. So we will find out in the next episode if they have or not. You know, we'll revisit this um, topic. You know, I talk. Have they commented on that at all? Uh, not that I'm aware of, you know, but I've I've spent so much time arguing with these uh, the socialists who are more syndicalists. They're more worker ownership than state ownership. They really believe in these like uh, co-ops, worker co-ops. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a they're they're not Soviet style top down central planning uh, socialists. They really you know what I mean? That's yeah, what they yeah. all say. Yeah, they all well, they all say that. Yeah. Um, and no, I they don't to... all say this. Some people are explicitly like, yeah, yeah the like, tankies, fucking yeah. Ma- fucking <laughs> yeah, okay. mouse, bro. Yeah, some of them are, absolutely. <laughs> tankies. And, but I, I try to make the point against them, like, I'm trying to say, like, the worker benefits from the capitalist paying him, and he he doesn't have to pay up front for all the capital. You he doesn't know, the take workers, any risk. He doesn't take any risk, you know? And, and they're like, well, he sh- he's not getting his fair share. And, yeah. and I try to point <laughs> out, it's like... Well, he agreed to That's such whistling. and such rate of pay, and he's being paid that rate of pay. So why is he all of a sudden entitled to more than what was agreed upon up front? You know, just because the company happened to make a profit. Like, the whole reason the well, capitalist did it was so he could make a profit. That's why he took all that risk. And it's not like when the company loses money, you guys are going, the workers need to give their payback. No one's saying <laughs> no one's saying that. They want Wait. the upside, but they don't want the downside. They don't want the risk. Kind of like right. They want the reward, I, but not the risk. I, I think you're right. I think that I've never seen that. Yeah. I mean, I am right. Well, I guess but. you could frame it in the way of, like, pay cuts. If, if the company's not doing too well, they might make pay cuts, but... Yeah, it, it's not literally like okay, we're repossessing your house now so that we yeah, can pay off nobody, the fucking nobody, debt that we incurred. Nobody's saying to these workers, you know, you guys need to pony up for the rent or for the the building or for the construction of the building and for advertising. They're not paying anything. They're just getting, you know. So the capitalist is paying all these expenses. The business is paying all these expenses, and these people are they're contributing their labor, but they're not contributing toward all the other expenses and costs of the business. Right. So it's like they're you working know, the machine. Yeah, and they didn't. Which they, they pressed didn't, the button. They didn't pay for the machine either. They didn't pay for the capital. So they pressed the button though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not. That's not. It's not to diminish labor. I mean, it's obviously a critical component of production, but it's a part of com- of production. It's a component of it, and if you want to be the owner, you have to pay. You know, you have to provide the capital. That's instead exactly of the what someone from the bourgeoisie would say. Yeah, well, yeah, it's man. annoying to me that they don't understand <laughs> these concepts, and it's like they just think that they should all own the stuff, and and they, but they don't want to pay for the stuff. Arm the proletariat. You know, you want to own the business, pay for the business. Yeah, exactly. You can do that. You know, they they can't do it. They they no. no well, they'd well, be like yeah, no. It, it usually is the people that really can't do. It. <laughs> yeah, they can't afford it. That's it, why they're it, that's why they're working for a paycheck. It's usually like the the math deniers. Yeah, of, of I mean, society, you know. And I mean, how much of a upfront investment is a, as an Amazon warehouse? You know, you have to buy the land or lease the land. And I mean, the, how much money do you pay all the politicians to yeah. get there? But what about you know, what about the argument against Amazon? In terms of, you know, like this whole HQ2 thing that's been going on where where cities are essentially like paying them to come there. Oh, I'm against and, that too. That, yeah, I think, I think we're, we're all, all against, against the Well, yeah, we're all against it, it, but where does that come yeah, at? I usually make it a policy never to pay to come. Hmm. That was yeah, a good seven-inch, man. 
I mean, to give them time bad brains. Bad brains? The beginning of that episode also kind of shows you how capitalism works, where these people are working, producing, and then they're taking their paychecks home and they're buying stuff that they want that's making their houses nicer. They're buying all these products they want, you know, furniture and electronics and mm -hmm. all this this stuff. So it, it is a cycle of production where it's, you know, in Mises's words, it's mass production for the masses. Consumerist tours. Yeah, and, and I mean, maybe if you want to <laughs> say, oh, well, consumerism or materialism is bad and take a primitive uh, primitivist angle on it, okay, maybe, but how many people want to give up their, you know, their current Fox modern, their modern luxuries, yeah. their, you know, and people posting this are writing it on social iPhones, media, you know, they're posting iPhones, it on flashlights, yeah. uh, what flashlights. is that, you've got an auto blows, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, no one oh. wants to get out to auto bliss. Yeah, I don't they, know. They want to complain about consumerism, but they don't want to stop consuming themselves. Right? Of course, they're not going to live. They're not going right. to go live in the woods or anything like that. Like, well, I mean, there's a. I mean, to be fair, there's a difference between uh, consumerism, or at least the critical consumerism, than there is again. Like, there's a difference between that and like, uh, you know, living in the woods. Or hold on, you you fucking distract me. No, I'm saying there's a difference between like con like <laughs> consumerism of just like, you know, the needless purchasing of items that are designed to like that really don't satisfy anything except for like fleeting, whatever. I mean, it's more of a philosophical position. It doesn't necessarily mean, well, then you have to be a primitivist and live in the fucking woods. It can be just yeah. like you live a modest life or you just whatever. Uh, yeah, fine. I agree. And, and and people yeah. can be critical of that, and that's fine. I don't think that. It needs to be equated with capitalism. I, I still think, you know, whatever you want to call it, capitalism, free market, um, laissez-faire, whatever you want to call it, uh, I mean, I think it's the most uh, efficient, moral, and, and just best economic system out there. Yeah. And we so... Should, we should all just become farmers instead. Yeah, that's the other thing. Well, I mean, I'm not, even, I'm, not, I'm not even for that. Like, I like having Amazon. You know, I yeah, like I having things like this. Yeah. Um, now... I don't just stop calling it capitalism already, dude. I I, I don't call it cap. I, I try no, not to I, use I, capitalism. Okay, okay, cool, cool. I try no, to say like Marxist per no, uh, but I mean, Jordan. I like. I mean, I know that I know Kyle likes it. I don't hate Kyle for liking it. But yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I hate it, you for other like, reasons. It's just a, it's yeah, kind of a know, dirty dirty word now. And it's, it's not free market either. It's, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not hard, lazy fair it's, capitalism. It's hardly a free market. It's uh yeah I don't know I, I just feel like it's it's not the best word to use and when, when you say capitalism I think people more or less think cronyism, which is kind of that's Cron what capitalism cronyism is, is or, really known or, as now you know, so it's like yeah. it, it's it's really not the best term because I mean we really don't we, you know it's we don't have a free market so well, the, we have intervention about free markets yeah I don't know I mean I can I like to distinguish between uh, interventionist capitalism and uh, laissez-faire capitalism and say look at all the intervention they have but the critics of capitalism will say well it's built into the the cake you know well, yeah, interventionism I mean, and all this cronyism is inevitable with a capitalist system so that's why we, we need socialism but it's not inevitable know? with socialism where it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah Kyle, which is do you agree with that super super Kyle do you agree with that that it's baked in um, and that it, it's inevitable i think it's a a danger yeah i think so because you're you have a you're you're going to always have this relationship between the rich and the powerful, okay. right? So you're going to have people that make their way up in the market that become rich, and then they start to use that money to try to buy political influence and bend the rules to their favor. So it's definitely a threat. So it's if you feel like if it's a legit threat and argument, how, could, how do you feel that way about anarchism and minarchism? How come you feel like then we can have a limited government if there's always the threat of... Going big government. Well, that's the the idea is to keep the government limited. You know, the idea is that the people have to uh, push back against the cronyism and push back against the collaboration between the rich and the and the political class, and vote better. We can you know, but we don't do that. We we vote for the incumbents every time. Not we at this table, but. Um, Americans vote for these incumbents and just keep voting these same guys in over and over and over. It doesn't matter. You know, all their donations are all on the FEC website. No one checks that. It's just like... Kyle, are you trying to talk us out of voting? No, I'm trying to talk you into voting. Like I we, voted. We need to I vote. I got the sticker to prove it. For, I, 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 uh, fuck I, didn't, off, I didn't, didn't vote in the last one yet. Neither I didn't did, either. Neither I did Baby Cap. I think mm -hmm. we need to all become farmers still. <laughs>
Not getting farmer, bro. Stop trying to make that happen, man. <laughs> yeah, so I think I, uh, thanks thanks for coming on, guys. I think that's that's probably about it for this week. I'd like to remind people that uh, we have T-shirts over at LibertarianCountry.com. So if you want to pick up a Punk Rock Libertarian T-shirt mm. or one of the various other Sexy. awesome Libertarian T-shirts, yeah. you can go to uh. LibertarianCountry.com and type in the code <sighs> PRL or the code PRL podcast, mm. and you'll receive, uh, what is it, like 10% discount? 10%. Dude, yeah. Can't beat then, that with a... Yeah, it's, it's like a sore dick. You just <laughs> like can't beat it. Dick. You know? And then uh, <laughs> and then we've also got the, the Patreon now. We're about to record an after-hours program. So uh, if you contribute a minimum of a dollar per month, you can help keep the lights on over here in Anarchy Basement. So until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? Soldiers and gods in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the troops, then bring them home. Ah, believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe the we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With the virtuous person fully comprehends The non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes Absolutely!